You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, What up, what up, another Slapdick Podcast, about to come at you, been on hiatus for about a week, man, I've been uh, traveling a little bit and doing all kinds of shit, man, I'm crazy, exhausted. But it's what it is. No time to bitch and moan, cry, suck our teeth, strap on our hard hats, work boots. Stop being a bitch. That's how I look at shit. Anyway, man, I'm on YouTube. Check me out. Follow me. Subscribe. Hit the like button. Do all that shit YouTubers do. Um, Title of this show is Going Around in Circles. We're fucking going around in circles, man. It's crazy. I'm gonna get uh, I'm gonna get right to it. Pay the bills real quick. Uh, you know we're about Slapdick Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. The month of July is coming to a close, and with ton of exciting sports action, BetOnline is where you can find it from hoops and the Olympics to the. Uh, Baseball marquee matchups, including prop bets and futures. Bet Online has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sporting betting needs. Visit the website today. Use your mobile device. Join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. Check it out. Bet Online's a cool little site. Uh, quote of the day, man, since the title of this show is going around in circles, quote of the day has to have something to do with it. So you can go around in circles, resolving nothing, or you can step out of the circle and see things as they truly are. That's just real fucking deal. We continue to be inside this fucking bubble circle, continue to doing the same fucking shit, expecting different results. And you know, as, as I know, that's. That's fucking life-threatening because it is insane. It's insanity. But we continue to do it. Or we continue to allow it as the adults. Kids don't know better. They only know what they know and don't know what they don't know. So, hey, is what it is. But check me out. Go to YouTube. Follow me. Uh, hit the like button and subscribe. And, uh, hey, man, I've been gone for a minute, so. Trying to catch up, get caught up. Was in Vegas for the last three days, man, uh, with the big three Ice Cube Basketball League. Went down there, man, was on the court. Uh, shout out to my main girl, Mary Moore. She runs uh, a lot of the little behind-the-scenes stuff for the big three in Ice Cube. Got down there, man. They, they gave me a shout-out, man. In the stadium, they're, they're a class act organization. Ice Cube's got going on over there. Uh, my boy Frank Nitty, what's up in the house? Uh, Dame Lillard's old college teammate at Weber State. Dunked on a motherfucker with his left hand. Got the crowd in Vegas at the Orleans, at the New Orleans uh, arena, up off their seats. And, uh, 
you know, there's a lot of good hoops. Steven Jackson was there as a coach. Uh, Lisa Leslie, obviously, who won it all last year or before the pandemic hit, where I was also at with uh, on the court with Michael Rappaport. Um, a lot of big names, man. Dr. J, uh, Iceman, George Gervin. There was just a lot of people there, man, as coaches or Clyde Drexler and, uh, you know, John Sally's and being this works for CBS doing the announcing. So it's a fun little atmosphere, good times. They're going to Dallas this week. Uh, and the finals of the big three, man, thinking outside the box, as good leaders do, they're going to the Bahamas, Nassau. So be quite interesting. Get your passports, man. But shout out to big three. Taking care of your boy last few days. Um, it was a good little event. I also was there speaking to a few companies. Um, so you work hard, you play hard. All right. You get a lot of shit done. I also did a meet and greet signing uh, event out at Sugar Daddy's. Shout out to Sugar Daddy's, Daddy's North Las Vegas uh, Cigar Lounge Bar for having me there. I signed a few books, signed a few bottles of whiskey. A couple fans came out. Appreciate you guys. It was a last minute deal. Um, so shout out to Sugar Daddy's. And, uh, Hey, man, it was, it's a, it was a great day to have a great fucking day. But now it's back to reality and business. Uh, you know, got came back to see the dogs. They were obviously excited. And uh, getting back to it. You guys you guys like the Acho Brothers? These motherfuckers, are, one's on Fox with my boy, Marcellus. So, you know, that's my boy. But I swear these cats just talk in circles title of this show obviously is going around in circles but to me they sound very educated all right super educated both of them are and they're super educated brothers and and cats call them whitewashed and sellouts and all this shit you know educated folks should be able to represent every race creed and color equally so don't hate on them motherfuckers but saying that the educated sound don't necessarily mean the words match the discussion. Uh, the shit Acho says, uh, Emmanuel Acho says sometimes is unbelievable, man. He says shit that actually sounds great and smart and educated, but really means nothing. Sounds smart. And uh, don't sound smart and be dumb. You know, a lot of you fucks out here just want to sound smart and, and really be dumb. But it is what it is. Um, I don't know. I just wanted your thoughts on the guy. I don't know him, so I'm not judging him. But a lot of shit he says is like, holy fuck, man. You said a lot of big words and shit, but I guess your target audience must be a little white collar. I don't know. But anyway, CP3 chokes again. You know, nobody wants to talk about the shit. Top five point guard, my ass. That motherfucker ain't no top five nothing. Quit fucking saying he's a top five point guard. 16 years, first time in the finals. What has he done to make of him a point, a top five point guard? Please let me know. He ain't better than Clyde Drex, uh, Clyde uh, Walt Frazier. He ain't better than fucking him. You don't even know what he played through in the time era in the Knicks. It was what he was doing in the playoffs. He... He won two play two finals games up 2-0. So do you put him above AI because AI 
only beat the Lakers once in the playoff in his finals. No, I don't put him above AI at all. AI played with a fucking broken leg. He don't give a fuck. He had nuts and guts. I measure that, and that's how I measure it. AI's in the top five for me, for sure. CP3, not even fucking close. Not even close. He's used every excuse in the book. He's been traded and or, trans, or moved teams how many times now? Four, five? Chasing it and still yet to understand that it takes nuts and guts to win something. You ain't going to get shit easy in this fucking deal. Life, sports, whatever it is. It takes nuts and guts, man. Your fucking ass has always sucked your teeth, been hurt, cried this, cried for that. You ain't. You don't have it. You don't have it. You're a great 16-year veteran, but you ain't it. You ain't the guy. So, no, he's not even in my top five. Probably not my top ten. And uh, he choked again. Um the whole Giannis discussion thing, man, I, you know, obviously, first of all, let's, let's agree, they don't win without Middleton. But, you know, I, I, I do equate this to Shaq Kobe because Giannis was, is, is probably the most athletic, skilled skill set for a big seven-foot guy we've seen in a while. And he can go to the rack to me anytime. Um, he doesn't need to be on three-point line. Shaq wasn't out there. It's the same premise, same thing. He didn't shoot threes because he couldn't. You don't shoot them either because you can't. Get your ass in the post. Shoot 60% like you did in the finals or whatever, uh, the ungodly number, and make your free throws. You'll be unstoppable. You don't have to shoot. You're not a shooter. You don't have a shot. Your shot looks broken. It's fucked up looking. I don't even want to see it. I want to see you spin move in the lane and fucking dunk on everybody with barely jumping. That's what you do. But anyway... People are talking about he's the best player now. Remember how fucking funny it is, man? Every time somebody wins, they're the best player. Kawhi Leonard was the best player a few years ago at Toronto. Remember that shit? LeBron was again the best last year. AD was in the argument. Now you don't even mention them motherfuckers. KD was the best. Like, this is a joke, man. Let these motherfuckers finish their resumes, man. God damn. Giannis has been in the league, what, eight years? Come on, let this motherfucker. This is his first final appearance, first finals victory. He's got two MVPs. He's a freak of nature, but let's not put him there yet. He's got a ways to go, in my opinion, to catch LeBron, KD, even Steph, um, even AD, in my opinion. But he's another hurt crybaby fuck. So I don't know, man. Um, Oklahoma and Texas you know, have informed the their conference they're they're not gonna renew the media rights. Um so that basically tells you they're out. So they're gonna be out to the SEC. The SEC for Texas makes sense to me. Texas A and M was smart and did it because they're the only school in Texas to bounce and get out and go to the SEC. So what do you do when you're going to go in Texas? You now can recruit the state of Texas, which is a great recruiting bet, obviously, nationally, and say we're in the SEC. And look what look what has happened. It's taken some years, but now A and M's a top five program in the country. Well, they were last year during the pandemic. So I still am not judging them. If they can get through this year at balling, then we have something. Um, 
Now, the Oklahoma to SEC thing, even though Norman to Austin is not very huge of a difference, uh, you know, travel-wise, it doesn't make sense at all. And then if you look at the Oklahoma history of playing the SEC or in BCS bowl games, they're getting dominated. So the process of thought has to be, in my opinion, we're Oklahoma, we got big dicks, we're going to fucking show that, and we're going to try to say we're either going to win it all or we're going to go out trying. Because going 10-0, and 11-0, and 9-1, and and then getting obliterated in the fucking BCS Bowl uh, playoffs does you nothing. And it's going to cost people jobs here shortly because that's when you go to the SEC now, you're expected to go compete for a national title. I don't know if Lincoln Riley understands that and is ready for that smoke because I'm just telling you, Oklahoma had to worry about Oklahoma State, maybe a TCU, maybe a Texas. Now you have no cakewalk. Now they'll be in the West, I think, so you might, you know... Fucking Missouri. I mean, they can beat some of these teams. Missouri needs to replace them and go back. That's just being honest. Missouri needs to go fucking back into the fucking big. Uh, they need to replace either Oklahoma or Texas. And take Vanderbilt with them. Take those two programs and go and swap them. And let's get it going faster than later. Because those two schools ne- don't belong in it. Never have. I don't know why they are. But. Money talks, man. Money fucking talks. Um, I don't know, man. I'm just talking, but you know that's what I do. Um, but I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I like. I like Austin for several reasons more than Norman. Um, not only the University of Texas versus the University of Oklahoma, but the city. And now with the um, NILs and shit, this likeness deal and all this making money, I'd rather live in Austin than Norman. Unless some oil company is going to give these kids something. I mean, I have a, there's more of a growth and more of a, you know, a bigger opportunity in Austin than there is in Norman, in my opinion, for these kids. Um, we're going to get into that. Going down the line, talking about the NIL and all this shit. Nick Saban came out and said he thinks it's going to be unfair. What have I been saying for a year? Don't do it. The stupidest fucking thing I've ever thought of. It's the NCAA non-caring assholes of America's way out of having to pay real money. They're not paying no money on this. They got a way out. They got another fucking pass. They're still not paying you kids. And now your kids are out here worried about making money over playing college football, over getting a degree, over going to the NFL. You're worried about a quick dollar. And I'm just telling you, man, this thing's going to implode. Bryce Young's already made a million dollars. Hasn't even played a fucking game. He's made a million dollars at Alabama with the likeness thing he just did. What, at what point does SC get Pete Carroll type of figure back? Another go-getter that understands the hustle. Don't let me get no SC job. Because Alabama... All you motherfuckers right now that are balling out, 
you ain't gonna be shit with not now with this nil shit. Who the fuck won't come to Hollywood to make money on this nil shit? Tuscaloosa, we love you, but Hollywood, here we come. Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube, movies, producers, rappers. You all want to be rappers and producers? Where else do you want to go? Are you going to go to Bloomington, fucking Indiana? How the fuck is that going to happen? Where where are those kids going to get some fucking money from? And then Bryce Young, you're great, made a million dollars, but what about your teammates? And now how are they looking at you in the locker room? How the fuck is that locker room going to stay intact? Hey, Nick Saban's going to try to have to master plan this thing. I know he's saying the shit that he's saying because he hates it. He sees that USC, even a UCLA, is a coach away from turning this and flipping the hustle. I sure know I'd be doing it. I just gave you what I'd be doing. I'd have every motherfucking America in L.A. It wouldn't even be fucking close or fair. You talking about, well, you want to make money? Well, shit. Where else is there to go? And you know what the second thing is? Being in Vegas all weekend and shit. <laughs> Don't give me that UNLV job. That's another motherfucker. First of all, you're two and three hour drive from L.A. Then you're in fucking Vegas. Who the fuck can't make money in that motherfucker if you're this big time player? And they have this thought process. You guys better start thinking out the box, man. I see the shit on the wall, writing on the wall. Tate Martell, once highly touted quarterback, nine years ago, nine fucking years ago, a decade ago, committed to University of Washington. And now he enters his, what, fourth fucking D1, three, third D1, and transfers to UNLV. My segue as into, I was just discussing who the fuck wouldn't want to come to Vegas as an NIL kid. And Tate Martell comes back full circle. What's the show called? Going around in circles. He's going around in circles because he's back in Vegas where he started to play, where he played high school at, at Bishop Gorman High School in Vegas. So, unfucking believable. This guy's transferred more schools and has done more fucking, has done nothing more than anybody. <laughs> Nine years ago, motherfucker committed to Washington as this highly touted guy. He goes to Ohio State, plays a little bit here and there, plays with Justin Fields a little bit. Says, I don't like it, transfers to Miami. I don't even know if he made the hit the field. Maybe played a little bit as a backup. I don't like it. It's too hard for me. I don't want to compete. I'm bouncing. I'm going to go back to the West Coast. Now we're at UNLV. Holy fuck, man. You coaches and parents and fucking mentors and family members and teammates around him are fucking wrong for not telling this motherfucker. Dog, stick it out somewhere. Stand for something. Fall for anything. Holy fuck. These cats are unbelievable, man. Oh, Jesus. I don't know. What's going to stop these cats, dog, from transferring everywhere when it continues to happen and it's glorified on social media? Who knows? I don't know. It's going to be interesting.
Quincy Avery, the guy that I kind of have a little beef with. He's a fucking quarterback guru who's fucking coach Deshaun Watson and all these fucking dudes, right? Who's on the fucking affidavit with being with Deshaun Watson on these lawsuits, by the way. He comes out with the audacity to say that usually the worst college coaches don't want their kids getting outside work from trainers. He came out and said that. No, you cats are just all very fucking shitty and don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That's the problem. So we don't want cross coaching to occur for all you coaches out there that understand what that word means, what that term means, cross coaching. So we don't want the DB coach talking to the wide out, the wide receivers in practice. Not your lane. It's not your fucking. Were you in my offensive meetings all fucking week, motherfucker? Do you know what my white house is supposed to do? Do you know what the fuck they're supposed to, who they're supposed to stack versus this coverage versus that coverage, their release, their route, what they're supposed to do? Are they a decoy? Are they fucking there to attract two people? Like, what the fuck do you know what about our wideouts, DB coach? Wideout coach, don't talk to the DBs. Were you in their fucking meetings? Do you know what they're reading? Do you know their fucking leverage? Do you know where they're supposed to be head up, inside, outside? Where is their, what's their, do you know shit about what they were doing? No. Shut the fuck up. Stay in your lane. Coach Whiteouts. <laughs> These guys can't block a front or a little less tell you what a defensive technique is. They couldn't tell you how to block various fronts to save their life. But yet they think seven on seven and getting these offers are the biggest thing in the world. You fucking slap dicks. Stay in your lane. Do all your fancy feet work shit. That 90% of it won't be used in the game. And do all this fucking bullshit. And have them sit down in a chair and jump up out of a chair to throw. And all this weird, dumb shit. And then... You have the audacity to talk about real college coaches and what the fuck they want from their kids and what they're coaching them in. And there's a reason you're not coaching college, motherfucker, or the NFL. Don't say you make more money doing it like this because people think you're a joke. I mean, I know people in that level. So come on. You're a fucking joke. Now, having said that, you seven-on-seven training guys who get mad at the coaches at the high school and college level for not letting their kids play in your leagues and your fucking train with you it's because we've built this thing up for so long and only for you to go not only dirty Mac at the coach, but you also are cross-coaching and teaching the wrong shit. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. You're a seven-on-seven fucking dude on social media who can go get kids and talk to them and get them to come on your seven-on-seven team and whisper sweet nothings to their mamas. You have no idea how to really coach football, what it entails. You're a street agent who does YouTube drills on fucking the field, and these kids are so blinded by ignorance, they don't know. Their mamas don't know, and you're fucking milking them. And then you're treating the kids like a piece of meat in the meat market, just like the NCAA. You're no different. <sighs> At least they don't come out and say how to coach this kid. You guys are really literally trying to say how to coach this kid. You guys are fucking horrible. 
Stay in your lane, man. Coach Deshaun Watson, do do with that shit. Don't fucking try to get kids to leave colleges to work with you because they need outside work. They don't need outside work. If they do what their four-year school college coach tells them or their good high school coach and they're in their plan and the coach is legit and he has a regiment for you and you're in there and you're watching film in the office and in the offseason and you're working, oh, there's not enough coach. There's more. It is enough, number one. Contrary to your belief. We can go around in circles all you want. It is enough. You don't need to overtrain, number one. I've seen so many fucking kids overtrain. They come back and they get fucking Below a hammy, an ankle, a fucking Achilles, and their first week back in the camp because they weren't getting enough work. We got to get this outside work. And then you fucking gave them several bad habits, and now you're known as a mockery. I'm just telling you. It's a fucking joke. Leave the fucking kids alone, man. Don't talk about something you haven't done. Have you coached four-year football, motherfucker? Quincy fucking Avery, have you coached four-year football? You played fucking D2 wide out. <laughs> Shut up. Quit full. You're not fooling me, motherfucker. You're fooling these other motherfuckers who don't know football. But like I said, anytime you want to get on the board, motherfucker, you, you know where I'm at. So, U.S. basketball is a joke. Because people quit fucking assuming they're going to win it all. They're not going to win it all because... The generation has turned. The generation has changed. The era is different. Patrick Ewing came out and said it best. Like, you guys all look to us as the dream team and blow everybody out by 50 because those dudes were on a mission. Number one, they're the best players in the world or probably the most talented team, uh, or as far as best players, in my opinion, best team. Um, the second dream team might have had more talent. Uh, as far as skill set wise, but they weren't better than that team. Um, that team was grown men who understood they were on a mission, and regardless of what the others had ulterior motive, we stepped on that court. We were all going the same direction at the same fucking time. You guys aren't doing that because we have a bunch of uninvested cats who just want to chase or clout chase and say they're represented representing the U S and this and that. And they want to go over to fucking across the country or the world to go play and say they did this. And then this KD is so soft mentally. He got outworked and out hearted the entire game fouls out with 10 points. You're the best player in the world, you want to say. Fourier had 30 on your motherfucking ass. Outworked, outgutted you. Nuts and guts, man. You got a bunch of social media pre-Madonna motherfuckers over there on that team. You just got Booker in. Drew Holiday came out and said, oh, we're smart. We'll figure it out. You should win the gold. <laughs> But you're not because you guys have too many fucking sidebar issues and you're too soft. KD's over there sucking his teeth. Tatum's over there sucking pouting. Dog, you have the horrible chemistry. Nobody cares. You guys aren't invested. Quit thinking, Americans. Quit thinking they're going to win. 
France has five good NBA players on their roster. Gobert, Fourier, their fuckers took it to us. They they wanted it. Our cats didn't. We're up seven with four minutes left and choke. Popovich is probably like, what the fuck have I gotten myself into? My name is on this bitch. I know for a fact. that mother, I don't know for a fact. Let me retread. I hate when people say that. I know for a fact. No, you don't. How do you know? You talked to Popovich? See, that's what I was going down your line. I had to catch myself. But I know Popovich is probably like, fuck. What did I get my fucking self into? My name's on this bitch. These soft fucks don't want to play. That's what I can just see him saying. I don't know. Why fly over there and during a COVID deal? Like, I don't understand the Olympics. Like, why are we having the Olympics anyway? Like, let's just scrap this fucking, you know, it's already a year late. Why are we trying to push this year? Let's just scrap the motherfucker. Come back in 24. God damn, dog. Let's just scrap it and come back to 24. <sighs> don't get it. Back to the NIL shit. Think about my premise. L.A., who the fuck should, like Miami should be getting some shit. Like L.A. You know, if I was if I was in Houston or something, I, you know, Chicago, you know, I don't know what's, you know, Northwestern is too hard to get in, so it's tough. It's in the middle of, they don't have that clout. You know, everywhere we go, I'm going to go to SC. I'm going to go to UCLA. L.A. Oh, fuck, man. Snoop will bring you on as a fucking da-da-da-da. Like, imagine that fucking shit. Like, dog, this shit is going to get bad quick. That's my opinion. It's going to get bad quick because a lot of these motherfucking kids aren't going to get shit. And they're going to see the Bryce fucking Joneses of the world. And they're going to be like, fuck, you get a million dollars? How resentful do you think some teammates are going to be in that locker room? Like, motherfucker looking at him like... How about the left tackle who don't get nothing? He don't sell a fucking jersey because nobody knows who the fuck he is. And his whole offensive line, who are all probably NFL dudes, Saban's got to just be telling them, listen, man, you're going to go play NFL and do real things. These motherfuckers are going to get a quick hit in the pants for a couple of fucking months and get a little money, and then they're going to be done. Because you're gonna, but you're gonna have every slapdick wideout and DB in America chasing the NIL shit. Only one or two are on a team are gonna get any money, and the rest of them are gonna be sucking their teeth, pouting, and the locker room's gonna turn into shit. They're gonna explode, and then we're gonna have an, you're gonna have this shit just all over the place. I believe it is an implosion waiting to happen, and ah oh man, I don't know. I don't know if you guys watch Jalen Hurts. I mean, Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts. I was going to talk about the NFL quarterback situation. Jalen Hurts is supposedly getting the starting nod, but they're obviously in, in the interest of Deshaun Watson. I wouldn't trade for fucking Deshaun Watson if it was the last person on the roster because we don't know where his cases are. He's got 23 cases. Why the fuck would I trade five draft picks or, 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 or starting players for this cat and he gets fucking convicted, or NFL kicks him out for the year, how the fuck are they going to trade him? Now, unless the NFL security knows something we don't. I told you, when shit starts to happen, NFL security is a, and does, does an investigation. 
it's been very quiet if you haven't noticed for the last three or four months so did they strike a deal did they pay him off i don't know we're gonna it's, it's just yet to be determined gotta see how it goes um but anyway jalen hurts starting right now uh aaron Rodgers' debacle continues to just i don't know man he's supposed to report tomorrow i'm curious to see how that works out um also the tom brady social media throwing the football into the jugs had surfaced I want to show and point out something to some of you guys. I'm not 100% sure. And look, you know, I believe it's fake. But it can happen because I've actually literally done this. Not like he did. But I've actually thrown a football in the jug. Now listen, first of all, you couldn't get it in the thing because not especially once is probably a one in a million chance. Three times is probably in the trillion chance. But I will say something. If you look at the video and understand what a jug machine is and what it does, did you guys see the jug machine was facing the opposite way? If you ever thrown into it, if you ever caught a football from a jug machine, the football launcher is in the back. You put the football in, you push it through. He was throwing into the back of the jug machine, which makes sense because it would kick the ball out the opposite way. Now, one motherfucker mentioned that shit on ESPN. So if you throw it in there and get it accurately enough, you could get it to stick and spin it back because it's going the other way. Now, I I don't know for sure, but I saw the launcher on the backside. And then if you saw when the fucker fell at the end, it fell onto the third leg, which is the front, which makes sense. The weight would have been there. So I don't know. I don't think it's real. But it's a sweet little video. Um, And if it is real, I'm sure he'll come out and say it. Uh, Maybe he won't. But, uh, you know, don't. I want to make sure that's not talked. I want to see if that's talked about. I want to make sure that's talked about. So just let me. uh, That's all I had to say. I just wanted to make sure you understood that that jug machine was actually going the wrong way. Which makes sense because the ball actually would have stuck in there. It would actually grab the ball and spit it back out because it was spinning that way. Now, don't know if that's how it happened. I'm sure they, if they did do it really, they switched some things around and flipped that thing over and upside down because to get the ball, getting the two balls going the other way or the wheels. I don't know. It just looked a little different than the normal jug machine. It looked like it was been tampered with, which you can get that thing to suck that ball in there. But any, either way, good PR, great branding. Fuck, he just continues to out-brand everybody, to be honest. So, um, it's pretty funny. Um, But anyway, man, 
It is what it is. Um, it's a great day to have a great fucking day. You can go around in circles resolving nothing, or you can step out of the circle and see things as they are. COVID, the fucking Delta variant. I mean, listen, I'm just telling you, like, I don't know. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> the variant, though, I'm just telling you, I was just in Vegas, so I'm just curious. Now, if I come down with it, then you know it shit's around. I'm just telling you because there was motherfucking million people in Vegas dog. And I just wanted to make sure, uh, there wasn't a lot of mask and nobody knows if they're vaccinated and it's a shit show. And I stayed at the Aria and, uh, Man, I'm going to take some zinc and go fucking drink some vitamin C and eat some and try to hope I don't get shit. But I'm just telling you, that shit is real. Now, I was there for mostly business, man. I try to stay out people's way. Uh, but this variant, man, um, is real. I mean, I don't know if it's really a real virus. I think the motherfucker is manufactured in a lab somewhere. But it's out there to fuck with us, and uh, it's going to be very interesting if this motherfucker don't shut down again. Especially Cali or New York or... Um, you know, I don't know. It's just funny. I don't know, man. I'm just trying to I'm trying to do a million things right now so you see me quiet. But the variant is out there, this new variant, and motherfuckers want to get vaccinated. You had the fucking New England Patriots O-line coach, the Vikings O-line coach, opt out of fucking coaching the NFL because the coaches don't have a labor and they don't have a work, they don't have a union in the NFL like the players do. And they didn't want to get the vaccine. They don't want to get it's the freedoms part of it. Now, people say it's stupid and the other people. I don't know too many brothers that want to get it. There was 28 people supposedly got died in Tennessee that were fully vaccinated. Over the weekend. So. Uh, I don't know. 
I have no idea, man. I'm just telling you. Fucking either get vaccinated or not. The NFL, it's going to be another shit show season, I believe. You're going to have a lot of fucking issues. But guess what? They made $15 billion last year during the pandemic. The NFL ain't missing no games. They'll reschedule. They'll figure it out. But they're not going to miss shit. They're not going to sit out games out. Um, I don't know. Money talks, man. But, you know, what's going to happen with the NCAA? What's going to happen with high school athletics again in California, in New York, in fucking certain places like that? We know Texas and fucking Florida don't shut down for shit. Fuck it. But California, places like this, like, what the fuck are we going to do when that happens again? I just don't get it. Um, I don't know. Small fucking. There's not a lot of fucking. There's not a lot of uh, room for air here. Just telling you. But having said that, you know, we're going to see. We're going to see how this whole thing unfolds. Really curious to see how this thing unfolds. I'm telling you. Who knows? We're going to see. We are going to see. I'm curious. Very, very curious. Um, but, hey, man, it's a great day to have a great fucking day. Stay safe out here. You know, get outside the fucking circle so you can see things as they truly are. Because if not, we're just going around in fucking circles and we're going to do the same shit over and over and over thinking we're going to get a different result. We're not. Schools. What are the number one fucking vaccination, vaccinated people in the world? About 70% of the U.S. is what? Kids from preschool to 12th grade. Guess what you have to have to go to those schools? Vaccinations. It's funny how we stopped schools at the same time last year. To get vaccinated, but now the Delta variant is attacking youngsters. Why? They need to get that fucking demographic targeted so they can get vaccinated. Who knows, man? I'm not going to get into some conspiracies, but something's got to give. I truly believe if this motherfucking country shuts down again, or the, or at least California, we're going to have problems. We're going to have some riots. These small business owners ain't going out like suckers, man. I don't know. It might be time for my ass to get the fuck out, too. Never thought I'd say it, but fuck, as I get older, shit, my house is worth more than it'll probably ever be. I need to sell this motherfucker and get out of Dodge. I don't know. But anyway, hey, man, it's a great day to have a great fucking day. Be safe out here. Go drink some orange juice. Take a fucking zinc. Do something. Help somebody, shit. Fucking open a door, man. Grab an old person's groceries and put in a car for him stop being so fucking enabled and fucking stealing people's fucking mail it's just like that's the real pandemic like i said though i wish one of you motherfuckers would try to steal my shit on the porch you gonna have five pit bulls fucking jump out the door on your bitch ass or a mossberg pump i don't know whatever you want Either way, you're going to get buck bit in the ass, motherfucker. Hey, it's a real deal. Appreciate you guys coming, joining me on YouTube. Hit the like button, subscribe. 
Check out the Slapdick Podcast on all platforms. And, uh, hey, man, finish this year out strong. Appreciate you. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. It's the last chance. Hey, man, give me another guy. Yeah, Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. 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 Last